0: Hello and welcome to this week's Geek Town Radio. This week I have with me Ross. Hi. Say hello. (laughs) I was going to say, say hello, Ross.
3: Yeah, there's always those those awkward pauses, like just before you say, say hello. And I don't know if you've stopped or I don't know. we can edit that out. It's fine. I think that happens. We we call that we play that
0: card a surprising amount. I think. <laughs> yeah, 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 that is true. Um, so how are you? What have you been up to? I'm I'm good. I've had a, a
3: a busy couple of weeks. Um, what have I been doing? I've been reading books. I've been reading. I've read something like four graphic novels in the past two weeks. I've played some games. I've you know watched some films. It's all been. It's It makes me wonder what I used to do that I've never filled that time with, and I think <laughs> I think I've stopped going outside. Uh, so <laughs> let me see. I read um, I read Daredevil number one. I read Captain America mm-hmm. number one. I read cool. uh, um, Batman. I think it's Batman number six, the second part of Zero Year. Yes. I yeah. Think it's number six. Uh, Batman Superman number one. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm Sure, there was something else. Uh, anyway, yeah, it's it's been a whole it's been a whole thing. It was great though. It's really good. Um, yeah. Not, not one of them I read and I put down and I thought, mm, eh. they were all like quite enjoyable reads, particularly um, Batman Superman, because I've already read quite a bit of Justice League. So you read yeah. Batman Superman and you go, ah, yeah, so
0: that's him. Ah. They're all quite good at tying everything together with those.
3: Yeah, yeah. What, what else? Oh, games. I've been playing so many games. In, um, up, up on Friday is the new Dragon Quest game, which I'm a big fan of um this is a series that did really well in japan and has done sort of okay in the west not brilliant um yeah but in in light of that i've been playing dragon quest 4 on uh on my phone actually which was odd because i'd not normally normally i'll I'll pick up a game for like an hour or something on my phone and then put it down and never play again but uh yeah about 15 hours in there and I've I've entered the main story block, and it's 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 a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I we we saw some of Dragon Quest um at EGX a few weeks ago. It was up, I didn't get kind of that close to it because it was it was surrounded by people, which is probably a good sign. Well, yeah, definitely. So um so yes, it seems to be picking up popularity over here, which is good. Um, not something I played myself, but uh,
3: yeah, that's um, good. I think I think we're on because they do sort of they've done the main series, which I think they're. There are nine. I think they're expecting. Oh, no. There might be. I think they're on 10, and they're expecting the 11th sort of next year. And they've got. They go on forever. (laughs) So many side games, and like. They've got like a a Minecraft type game. They've got like a Pokemon type game where you collect monsters (laughs) and things. It's like, it's all going on. Uh, Yeah. Um, This weekend has been a big weekend, of course, because I'm I'm sure we'll talk later. The Battlefront beat has been out.
0: Yes. And uh,
3: also, this, this, because this weekend was the start of. This month's PSN uh, PS Plus deals and things like that. Um, I managed to get all of the Telltale games for I think it was thirty two pound in the end. So that's
0: that is a a really good deal. They were doing the same deal on Steam actually as well. well. Um, But uh, I've got most of them. So (laughs) So. (laughs) yeah,
3: if anyone's listening and hasn't checked them out, I was skeptical at first, but they are so good. Like just for them, it's it's so far removed from your the normal gaming thing but yeah. in many ways better, in many ways it lacks, you know, it's not as intense perhaps. but like, it's like watching TV, but you do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, the, it, it's funny because a couple of years ago when they released the first Walking Dead, um, season one of The Walking Dead, that actually, I think, came second in our, our game of the year. Um oh, yeah, good, good choice. Um, it was either second or it may have even come first. I can't remember, but um, you know, I don't think anybody would have thought a, a few years ago that yeah. a, what is essentially a point and click adventure game. Yeah,
3: it's like it's like been. the modern day equivalent of a point and click adventure game. And do you remember those books where you chose like what what doorway you went through
0: or something? Yes, yes, it's like a mix between books. that. Yeah, yes, the the awesome Ian Livingston uh, yeah, ex- books.
3: Yes, yes. <laughs> But yeah, I played, I played all of uh, the Wolf Among Us this weekend. And um, the first thing I did, as soon as I finished it, my two thoughts were, first of all, I wonder if this season two, I really want season two. And second, yeah. all, and second of all, I want to start again and just be horrible to everyone or be really <laughs> and do it differently and change yeah. it. Yeah. And I think they've got really good, because they're like, I'd, I'd say the episodes are about two hours each and there's five of them in a series. So, you know, there's a lot of playtime in
0: there. Yeah, no, they are. They're really good. Um, I love that Wolf Mungus, um series. That that's first season is fantastic. I don't think they've developed a second season yet, but I imagine one will come. You can put a call in 20 um, You can ruin it. Maybe i good. But, yeah, I mean, they, they've been doing um, Walking Dead. There's two seasons of that. There's yeah. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones one's good as well.
3: Yeah, um, I've I've yet to uh, I've yet to play because um I I've in in this pack is not just the ones i have released but also season passes for I think it's Game of Thrones and Tales of the Borderlands are the only two that yeah. I've finished. So yeah, I'll be I'll be going onto those soon.
0: Yeah, no, the Game of Thrones one I've really enjoyed. That's been really good. Um so I'm yeah, I've I'm about halfway through it, I think. Uh however yeah. far they've got I'm a couple of episodes behind, I think. So I'm a, I'm a huge uh,
3: Borderlands fan, so that was a that was a huge that was a big uh, big deal for me. And I, I mean, I, I, I have a I have a dangerous opinion about Game of Thrones. I like it, but I'm not. You know, people like everyone either loves it or hates it. I, I yeah. don't mind it. It's fine.
0: <laughs> it, it's okay. Wow, the one person that's indifferent one <laughs> yeah. way or the other.
3: Yeah, take it I'll leave it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, I do love that show. Um, the, uh, the last season was a bit slow in places, but it had some maybe great moments.
3: Maybe, maybe you're only as good as your latest season. Maybe that's maybe that's what I'm, I've got here
0: yeah attitude yes quite possibly um i the the next season of the the show is going to be interesting because it's the first one where they're going very very much off book although last season went slightly off book um but this one has to go off book because there isn't a book to go off
3: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so yeah yeah that's gonna be I, i will watch it the thing was um i watched it with friends which is a really good way if someone you know hasn't watched it what you should do is say okay we'll get in a room with like three or four of us and we'll all watch it because it's 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 good on your own but it's much better if you've got people around and you can all go oh my god what was that (laughs) it's good to talk about it's one of those um what do they call it um water cooler moment yes
0: yes it is a water cooler show definitely you can have it right there (laughs) yeah yeah no definitely very good um what have been watching tv wise um, or tv movies this i we haven't i haven't seen a movie in like two you know two weeks it's been it's
3: been i've been i've been <laughs> itching to go and see, i think we're going to see the martian tomorrow in fact so i'm really yes. looking, I'm looking forward to that matt damon oh yes, te- you know what I've, I've lied i've lied on your podcast dave we saw the intern no. with um oh what's his name robert nero robert nero? Yes, it's
0: Yes, it's Robert De Niro and uh, and what's a face from Hathaway, um, are, and from Hathaway, and
3: Hathaway who I absolutely adore, and uh, yes. it was it was a really genuinely really good film about sort of getting old and your responsibility, and it's, it's got <laughs> it's got a really great um, oh, I don't know how to it's it's like a buddy film. It's not romantic, but there are romantic bits, and it, it's yeah, it's odd, but it's great.
0: Yeah. It, in yeah. many
3: ways, it's it's genreless. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it sort of takes that that um you know uh, the 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 boss and you know the elderly boss and the young intern thing kind yeah. of flips it, doesn't it? That's yeah, that's the yeah. sort of premise of it. um Yeah, I mean, De Niro's usually good in things. So yeah. although he has made some slightly dubious choices in recent years, but it's mostly um, nice yeah.
3: playing someone who isn't angry at people because normally <laughs> he's quite a gruff like even i've seen uh when you see him in interviews he's not um yeah, he's without, not the, <laughs> without saying he's not, he's, not the, he's, the, he's a nice man
0: yeah but it doesn't always he's come nice across man, the friendliest not, most
3: approachable yeah. person in the world <laughs> exactly exactly and his characters normally reflect that but he plays a really nice guy and it's really good to see him
0: cool cool yeah um i'm uh i i'm like catch that when it comes out on uh, on when it gets released on DVD or, or streaming or whatever and TV's been good.
3: Uh, ballers finished, which may be sad. <laughs> I, I think Ballers does not have a place on Geek Town. That that does not.
0: <laughs> no, we have quite a lot of sports fans that, that do actually uh, that that are, are also geeks and also Ooh. listen to this. Although it tends to be football rather than. Uh,
3: I'm I'm a really uh, I'm a really ironic sports fan, but because I love <laughs> sports movies and TV programs, I love but well, actually <laughs> participating. <Actually did>. <laughs> But yeah, that's been good. Um, I've been watching... Um, you mean the Apocalypse has been good?
0: Yes, I've I've been watching that. I really enjoyed that. It's it's only two episodes in, but it's been a really fun show. Yeah, yeah. I'm really, really excited.
3: Really, really, like... I couldn't possibly describe how excited I am because this Monday, the Muppets is coming to Sky 1 <laughs> and I, I'm such a huge Muppet fan. And I'm yeah. really... So it's going to be a good couple of weeks with, I mean, for me personally, I've got Dragon Quest and I've got the Martian and the Muppets and it's going to be a good yeah. Uh, week. Or two. Yeah. Well,
0: there's there's some good stuff coming up on, on TV. I am also very very much looking forward to the Muppets um, coming back. I'm I'm old enough to remember when the original um, TV show went out. So,
3: <laughs> well, that's I think that's the difference
0: between. Uh, <laughs> whereas whereas you've obviously picked it up from DVDs and movies. Yeah. So. yeah, I actually
3: bought I actually bought because you 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 I think if you're born in the nineties like me, you don't know the Muppets outside of like. The films, *A Christmas Carol*, was great, and yeah. you know *Muppets* from space and that kind of thing. And um, I picked up this first season of *The Muppets*, and you've got all yeah. these these stars who used to, who, who look quite old now, but used to be huge. And you see yes. them on the Muppets. It's it's like watching, um, you know, when they're playing *More Corn at Christmas.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's,
3: in many ways, it's like that. And I said to I said to a friend of mine at the time. You wouldn't believe it because you think, oh, it's the Muppets, it's going to be stupid. But they're so, it's so quick and it's actually really well written. Like some of the jokes are are actually quite mature and funny. Um, yeah, yeah yeah it's good worth we'll a watch the old muppets and the new muppets yeah. presumably.
0: yes well new muppets has been going down pretty well actually so uh so yes i'm i'm really looking forward to seeing that i know it's not the same sort of premise as the old muppet mm. show it's it's kind of it's sort of muppets mixed with the office by the sound of it yeah <laughs> yeah but i quite like that idea so i'm looking forward to seeing that coming back yeah no it's uh it, there's a lot of good tv coming up so i'm i'm quite looking forward to that we shall get back into that later
3: (laughs) and good good games are just on the horizon being as it's early uh, is it mid-october yet or is it the 13th nearly mid-october we're looking to this time next month there's a few coming out uh
0: yes yeah game gaming wise uh fallout 4 which is the one we're all waiting for (laughs) um battlefront um tomb raiders out um uh I'm trying to think what else um dragon, dragon quest is friday dragon dragon, quest is friday. <laughs> yeah, it's dragon presses um <laughs> it's, it's not another call of duty or something like that is it there, is very, it's uh,
3: black ops 3 is that soon i'm not sure how soon
0: yeah um a whole bunch of stuff so it's it's all the pre-christmas stuff yeah you know, yeah yeah so um yeah i'm i'm very much looking forward to to fallout coming there that's the thing i'm kind of treading water on other games at the moment (laughs) until that turns up um yeah i've I've got back into um uh civilization (laughs) civilization civilization is one of those games that i have i have a love-hate
3: relationship with civilization (laughs) because um my first experience with civilization was do you remember they did a, a port well it wasn't really a port but um the game was called civilization revolution and it was like, I'm, I, I, I'm going to say it because I, I, I've played on consoles and PC, so I'm allowed. It was a dumbed down version of Civilization. It was much yes, simpler yeah. and straightforward. And I, I had yeah. it on the Xbox 360 and I actually loved it. Um, it was yeah. a lot of fun. And then I started playing actual Civil. I think it was, what are we on there? Four? Five. I mean. Five. Oh, I, think, I think I was on four. And, um, yeah. a few years ago, a couple of friends from my university, said, I'll try this. It's good. And i tried it on my laptop and it worked. And I thought, okay, fine. And it's just so long and it's just yeah. so, you have to put so much into it. And I, for a lot of people, that's a great,
0: <laughs> look about it, yeah.
3: and I can <laughs> see why, because games like dragon quest are happily put 50 hours into, but yeah, I don't know why, but civilization, civilization just didn't, didn't grab me like that. Which is interesting. Civilizer.
0: Civilization is one of those games where you you kind of think, oh, just play play for like an hour or so, and then you kind of... And suddenly the sun's rising, you know? (laughs) (laughs) It it just sucks your timing because you just... They they have this this thing that when you um when you kind of win one of the uh, scenarios because there's various different ways you can mm-hmm. win that game about sort of beating the other civilizations, and if you if you win they kind of this message pops up going hooray you won by uh by winning this way yeah. you know by kind of um you know being the first into space or whatever uh, and then this bot pops up going but you could have just one more turn. <laughs> <laughs> and so you just it's that kind of just yeah. just one more go and you yes. end up getting just completely sucked into it it's fantastic. That's, that's that's really odd
3: that you say that because there's games like i find games like um like fallout like fallout new vegas fallout 3 it's one of those things yeah. where you, you when you think about playing it you think that's going to be a big time investment i'll put aside two hours to play that six yeah. four hours or whatever but then games like um the elder scrolls online or rocket league i've been playing recently um yeah. they, and uh, like doing one thing is going to take you 10 minutes games on rocket league are six minutes long i think and um, yeah. and you think oh well i can just play one of those but you end up spending two hours anyway
0: yeah yeah and, you and just so get play,
3: well i might as well just have played but that that there is the antithesis of that because it's like <laughs> this is going to take you six you know eight hours but then you're going
0: to yeah. do more anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, well, they they um uh the last version of Civ V, uh, they released a, a one called Beyond Earth, which was uh basically Civilization but set on sort of alien planets and Ooh. you're colonising an alien planet. Um, but they released an update for it called Rising Tide, uh, which allows floating cities and stuff. Oh, yeah. um, so you can actually put cities out in the middle of the water, and you can actually kind of move them around and things. So it it's uh, it's kind of an, a really interesting, different way of doing it. But it's yeah. it's um, a wonderful expansion. It, every time they release kind of big expansions for those, I end up getting sucked back into it because <laughs> it's just such good fun. So that's been taking up most of my gaming time this week. That and uh, and Battlefront, because um, I, I had a play around on Battlefront. Which was was great fun. I don't really do Battlefront games at all, but uh, and those sort of like um, Call of Duty things. I'm not a huge shooter fan, but yeah. it's Star Wars, and you know <laughs> yeah. you get to play Star Stormtroopers, and you occasionally get to play Darth Vader or, yeah. or um, Luke Skywalker. So if, you know. If you're
3: if you're me for all of 30 seconds before you go
0: <laughs> i didn't even get that I, did get to, I didn't i did get to fly a tie fighter and control and and, and attack though so i'm, really I'm happy you know
3: <laughs> it's it's one of those things that um the game like the mechanics of the game don't need to be that amazing they are great but they don't need to be spotless because yeah. you 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 shoot someone and they do a jump and a yell and the blasters make the right noises. And it's like, this is Star <laughs> yeah. Wars. This is like <laughs> Star Wars. And it's really yeah. good.
0: Yeah, no, it is. It's is, It's really, really good. I I'm always oh, get sucked into Star yeah. Wars games. So, I mean, you know, yeah. that, that's fantastic.
3: You say that. I'm not even a huge Star Wars guy. I mean, again, like Game of Thrones, take it or leave it. If Star Wars is on, <laughs> if it's on TV, some people will like, put, put it on. But I'm not, I'm not that way inclined. But yeah, yeah. just, I still know it. And it's still yeah. like a part of my childhood. And so hearing those sounds and seeing those things, you're like, oh, it's great. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. There's something I don't know. There's something just quite magical about it for me. I'd rather, I rather, you know, I, I, yeah. <laughs> I that, those kind of noises, yeah, the 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 blaster sounds and that sort of stuff. It's just you know, it is. It's those things that take you back to your childhood. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So I've been playing mainly quite a lot of that. Um uh, walking dead speaking of walking dead as we were earlier is back on tv as well uh that started where last night with a, a really long episode um so which which kind of um went backwards and forwards in time and the uh stuff that was uh, earlier on they shot all in black and white or they'd they'd color graded it back to black and white yeah. so you could sort of tell the difference of what time period it was um that was um that was quite quite cool and i mean it was it was really quite interesting and left them all in a fairly precarious situation. <laughs> um yeah. so uh, I'm I'm really happy to have that back. Uh, I have a, really I have
3: good. a walking dead related question. Go. On. There's there's The Walking Dead. Now I don't watch again zombies not my thing. I don't watch The Walking Dead, but there's The Walking Dead, but I see adverts for Fear the Walking Dead. Is that a different <laughs> thing?
0: Yes, it's a different show runs on uh amc global over here which you can only get if you happen to have bt um or uh, you have to have a either the, the bt sports package um Ooh. which costs 20 quid and you get amc Glo- global thrown in for free right. for, in inverted commas um <laughs> or you can uh, or, or if you've got a uh, bt broadband you can get the sports package i think for a fiver and then you get it as part yeah. of the sports package randomly. Um, annoyingly, they don't offer it on its own. Because if they offered it for a fiver on its own, I'd have the channel. Yeah. But um, I'm not paying 20 quid for a bunch of sport that I'm never, ever going to watch <laughs> just to get AMC. You know, So I think it's a, sl- a bit of a misstep on their part. But I mean, I can see why they're doing it because they're trying mm-hmm. to make money back off the sport. But... You know, I just wish they t- they could make even more money just getting that on its own. At the moment, it's, it is it is going to come to um, Amazon in, well, we don't know exactly when yet. I suspect some point next year it'll oh. get a run on Amazon. So I'm waiting for it to come across onto that. But yes, it is another show. They're not, it, it's set in the same sort of, uh, it's actually set earlier than, than The Walking Dead. It's set right at the start of the ep- epidemic that turns everybody into zombies. Um so it's it, it takes place earlier and it takes place on the other side of the country. So there's no oh, actual yeah. crossover between the two. Um but but it's set in the same universal world. Oh so, right, I
3: see it. good. So, so it's like right. it's like kind of like a spin-off, but not really, but yeah.
0: Yeah, it's it's related, but mm. as a sort of spin off. So yes, Walking Dead, uh I've been watching. Um that I that I really enjoyed. I'm glad that's back. Um Homeland as well back back this week. Uh, which has been um, really good. I'm. I mean, it's it's kind of the same sort of feel that it was last season. It's Homeland, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, I I do really like that show. Show. I think Claire Danes is fantastic in it, particularly when she goes slightly off the rails, um, <laughs> and uh, and she does that so well. That slightly sort of unhinged, um, you know, having ditched her medication sort of thing. She does that very well. Yeah. What else, I've been watching this CSI Cyber, uh, as well, started this week, which is I don't know, I'm very much in two minds about it. It's, I mean, it's blatantly CSI, it's very <laughs> CSI, um, you know, and, and it, it takes rather than them kind of dissecting bodies and stuff, it's it's the kind of um camera flying through um, uh, you know, networks and that sort of thing. Oh, right, um. So they do that sort of stuff. But some of the techno babble rubbish is ridiculous. There was, um, <laughs> there was a little bit of
3: that in the intern, actually. <laughs> right, okay. And there was, one, there was one bit where there, there, there's like a zoom button on each product, and this one zoom button wasn't working. And I thought, well, no, 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 no if one does not work they all wouldn't work surely because that's a template
0: yeah yeah you see I'm just, it's, it's always it's one of these things it's like I remember watching um, do you know there's a, a movie called The Descent which is like a horror movie um, with a bunch of bunch of girls that went uh, caving I watched it with Adam who occasionally does this podcast who is a a, uh, a caver and he's the worst person to watch that sort of film because he's going, well, of course they get, you yeah, know, he was like willing the monster to kill the girls yeah. by the end of it because he was like, well, they deserve to die. Look at the gear they're wearing. <laughs> yeah. but you know what? There's only,
3: there's only two, th- I think two things worse than that. The first is, um, watching like the bill or something like that or CSI with, with an actual police officer. <laughs> um, yeah. I used to, I used to know this lad whose his father was a, uh, and we used to watch it with him, and he he just he wouldn't stop. But there's only one thing worse, and that's that my mom is a teacher, and every <laughs> week we would sit down to watch Waterloo Road and it just would not stop
0: (laughs) yes yeah no you should never watch shows with (laughs) people that that do the profession that the show's about (laughs) that's
3: why i love game of Thrones. where where are you gonna find where are
0: you gonna find professional very very difficult to find professional (laughs) axe wielding people in in this day and age um so yes, uh, um, Empire as well. Back this week was the other thing, um, which is just awesome. I love that show. It's it's ridiculous and silly and over the top, okay. and uh, but has some great music in it. And uh, and I urge you to go out and watch it. It's ridiculous, but I, it's just great fun. So um, it's, that's definitely worth one worth catching up with. Oh and speaking of music I I went out on uh what was it Wednesday last Wednesdays. week and I yes I went out I actually went out somewhere uh <laughs> and uh, saw uh Ben Eggie Ladies and Colin Hay at uh the um at a venue in Birmingham uh this week it was the Institute in Birmingham um who were awesome so, uh yes, that that was really good. Colin Hay was a nice surprise because I didn't find out until the same day that he was mm. the person that was going to be supporting, but he was great. So yes, uh there's videos and stuff of that up on the website if you if you're a fan and want to go and see it. It's uh, it's all up there. So yes, I think that's been my week. We spent about half an hour covering <laughs> what we've been doing. So we should probably get been, on and do some news. It's been a long couple of weeks. <laughs> it has. It has. Uh let's go down and do a bit of news. <laughs> So, first news story this week is actually kind of part gaming, part acting story. Uh, but I thought it was <laughs> worth mentioning purely because of the cast list this game came up with. Um, are you aware of a game called Wing Commander? It's an uh, old game that rings a bell. Yeah, there was. A, he also it's created by a guy called Chris uh, Roberts, who also created a game called Freelancer. It's one of these. Um, Uh, Well, Wing Commander was a sort of single-player game uh, which had um, live video bits in. uh, Mark Hamill was one of the main actors in it Mm. as as well. And you uh, flew a little spacecraft and went off on missions. Uh, Freelancer was a similar kind of idea, and you could – it was space combat and mining and trading and all that sort of stuff. So – He's back with a new game called Star Citizen, which is sort of part Elite and part kind of Call of Duty in space, is the idea. <laughs> so it's kind of dogfighting uh, with uh, first-person combat in, in space. Um, and uh, it all got all the training, trading and mining and stuff from Elite. But they released a video this week of the uh, – it, it, was, it was a preview of, of what they're doing with some of the voice – stuff yeah and you know usually you get kind of you know the, the videos and you get like you know a voice actor voiceovering it they've actually gone for complete full performance capture the same sort of stuff that they used for avatar all oh, right to create the um the all the cinematic pieces and uh, those sort of bits within the game but the cast um the video that's up features a character called Ar- admiral bishop who's played by gary oldman oh um, i love gary. <laughs> um is so it's him doing this fairly kind of rousing speech to this mm. huge auditorium and it's it's modeled on him it's his face uh and it is done entirely with full performance capture there's a little video as well that that uh, is floating around with them in the entire performance capture suits with the kind of um camera things that go over the face and stuff so mm. they can capture the face facial movements so that i thought was absolutely brilliant but then at the end they reel off the rest of the cast <laughs> so mark hamill again who as i say worked on the wing commander games, so uh, it's no great surprise that mark hamill's involved um john reese davis who played gimley um gillian anderson is in it? Uh, Mark Strong, who you'll know from Kingsman, Kick Ass, Sherlock Holmes, is in the Intimidation Game. Um, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, I think he was in as well. Andy Circus, of oh, uh, course, was Gollum yes Um, Liam Cunningham who plays Davos in Game of Thrones Um, there's a girl called Gemma Whelan who played uh, Yara Greyjoy in Game of Thrones Jack Hudson who was Richard Harrow in Boardwalk Empire um Craig Fairbrass randomly he who's he's 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 probably best known over here for playing Dan in Eastenders <laughs> but um that was many many years ago and he's one of these guys that's been a sort of jobbing actor in LA for yeah. you know however long and occasionally pops up in thing and he's like I recognize that guy yeah um hold on. So he's isn't he... <laughs> yeah isn't he what's his name yeah um uh, Harry Treadaway as well is the is the other guy um he plays Victor Frankenstein in Penny Dreadful. I actually interviewed Harry. He's a very lovely guy. Um, there's the interviews up on the website if you want to see it. So that's sort of the announced cast list so far. Cast, oh, yes. which is like, and this is Star Citizen was this little game that that went up on Kickstarter. I mean, okay, the guy behind it is you know had this huge Wing Commander franchise, um, but I think it was a Kickstarter game. Um, And, uh, yeah, he's pulled together this incredible cast for it, and he's doing this kind of full motion capture thing. So if you're into video games, particularly if you're into, you know, things like Elite and space shooters and stuff, that's definitely one to watch out for. Um, I just thought that was really quite interesting. Um, So, yes, one to watch out for, Star Sisters, and that's cool. Next bit of news, Gotham. They've announced that Paul Rubens is being cast as um the penguins father in it do you know who paul rubens is um no I, I
3: i as you said that i have my phone in my hand and i'm googling who that is
0: <laughs> um yeah paul rubens is um was was probably oh, fairly that's... famous in the 80s i know who it's, he is. yeah a uh, guy played he's probably best known for playing Wee herman um yeah but Interestingly, this isn't the first time he's played um, the Penguin's father because he also played the Penguin's father in Batman Begins or Batman Returns. Sorry, uh, the in Burton movie. Oh wow! Um, randomly, they've uh, decided to cast him again. Uh, so it was announced this week. I think it was New York Comic Con they announced that he just seems.
3: I could see him. I could see him and the guy who plays uh, Oswald Cobblepot. I could see that definitely. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, Robin Lloyd Taylor, the guy that plays yeah. Cobblepot. Yeah, I, um, I, he's fantastic as well.
3: I watched an episode of Cheers the other day. Love Cheers, and um, <laughs> his his mom from the show was 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 in it, and she yeah, obviously it's it's like I think it's the sixties, so she or seventies, so she's quite young. And it, you know, you, you think, oh yeah, that could totally be his mom. They look really similar, <laughs> and even and this guy that really Paul Rubens look really similar.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, it's a great bit good, of casting. Good casting. Really, 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 really good bit of casting. So I'm really looking forward to him uh, him like returning again i think he's called tucker couple couple parties the uh the, the father's name but yeah so uh i thought that was that was quite good i was quite yeah. looking forward so i'm looking forward to him turning up gotham will is, is return he this
3: seri- series or next series yes yet?
0: i believe he's turning up later this series um but uh gotham should air over here in january i believe Wait, i have channel five still got it channel five have still got it they're saying january for it um annoyingly they've decided to hold back for a while i don't entirely know why that is but uh all i read yeah. is how good the new season is it's just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i am looking forward to it to it returning so so yes there's that uh other big shows uh george rr R. martin who we were mentioning earlier um who still hasn't got round to finishing the uh, latest <laughs> game of thrones book uh, apparently has another tv series in the works oh. Got <laughs> kind of thinking he can't get through the one that he's already got for yeah. god's sake <laughs> is this another based on his book um, yes it's based on a on a short anthology uh well part of a short anthology um that he wrote back in the 1980s um it's called the Skin trade. It's a werewolf TV show. It's coming to Cinemax, or they've—I think they've given it a script order, so it's not guaranteed it'll air. But it's a collections agent who happens to be a werewolf, and his friend, a private investigator, discover a dark secret behind a series of grisly murders in their in- decaying industrial city. Ooh, that sounds a little bit among there. Yes, it does a little bit. Um, so I'm—I I don't know. I'm quite looking forward to. to uh, to seeing what happens with that, but um you know, I just I I don't know whether he finds that how he's going to find the time because he can't finish the stuff that he yeah. needs to be doing already on Game of Thrones. But I guess you know, man needs a break. I guess so. Yeah,
3: I so. But you know, by the end of the first season, that werewolf i'm going to be. I've seen Game of Thrones. That
0: werewolf's not going to be around anymore.
3: <laughs> yeah. Private investigator will be off doing. It'll be a fireman or something by the end of the first yeah. season
0: yeah no everything will be completely changed i mean i don't know how much direct involvement he's going to have in it or whether they've just um optioned the story and somebody mm. else is writing it i'm not sure so uh we'll see but uh yes could be getting more george R.R. martin uh on the tv he's one of those guys though that i met i expect every tv company is kind of combing through everything he's ever written now yeah, to, just to see things. what can we yeah. use
3: what can we use yeah <laughs>
0: yeah um, and that was, I mean that was literally a short story, basically, from a horror right. anthology so you know so is it uh,
3: finished, so is the book finished like that story, the well story yeah, that, finished?
0: Yeah, it was, it was a short story in, in this anthology. Uh, books so it may just be a case that they're going to use it as the basis for a series maybe and somebody else or-
3: before the next season of game of thrones <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe like as a buffer <laughs> so he's got time to finish
0: <laughs> yeah yeah hopefully he doesn't have to get involved too much and 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 they can actually finish game of thrones but uh, yeah so uh from from big tv shows to big movies um marvel has revived its uh movie lineup once again um, having slotted Spider-Man in recently, they've now uh, added some more movies in. So the movie lineup is now May next year, Captain America: Civil War. Woo. November next year, Doctor Strange. May uh, 2017 is Guardians of the Galaxy Two. Uh, July will be the Spider-Man standalone Spider-Man movie. November will be Thor: Ragnarok. Then uh, February. 2018's Black Panther. Uh, I'm very May, excited for Black Panther. Yeah, he's not a character I particularly know. I've only I've caught bits of him in books, but um, I, I know he turns up in Civil War, so I will know him better from from yeah, then. I guess. Yeah. Then uh, May 2018 is Avengers: Infinity War Part One. Then we've got the new movie which they've slotted in, which is uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. Um, that's Ooh. coming in July 2018. Uh, now, So uh, that's that's obviously going to be a follow-up to the Ant-Man movie, which was far more successful than I think anybody thought it would be. Yeah, definitely.
3: I love that, man.
0: Um, still not seen it yet, so it's one that I need to catch up with. But um, I, I imagine the uh, DVD and streaming stuff will be out soon. So Then uh, March 2019 is Captain Marvel. Uh, May 2019 will be Avengers Infinity War Park 2. Then July 2019 will be in humans. So uh, March, May, and July 2019 for those. And then they've said in 2020, May, July, and November, there are three mystery movies coming and we don't know what mm. they are yet. But they've got mm. three planned. Quickly. Yes. So uh, whether that's a Hulk movie, possibly, or um, depends. I mean, of course, we don't know who's going to have survived till that point because I suspect will have got killed off in civil war and in infinity war i read so, the, i read an interview uh with i think one of the directors
3: of captain america civil war some someone like a big wig and they said yeah. that this this feels this film feels like it will finish the captain america trilogy so whether that means you know yes. finishes and he'll still be around <laughs> or not
0: i don't know yeah yeah I, I don't know it's it's difficult to say whether they'd um they kill him off or not I believe they've
3: signed... But, um, no,
0: it's comic books. Nobody's dead forever.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true, yeah. Um, I believe that... Is it Sebastian something who plays uh, yes. the Winter soldier? Yes. They've signed him um, on for a fair few movies, I'm pretty sure. Yeah,
0: have they, they all signed on for... They all signed up for something yeah. like seven films or something. We did
3: I'd to love that. to see... Uh, I believe right now in the comics the Falcon is Captain America. Uh,
0: yes, I think he that, is, so... That I'd like to see. Definitely the, like to see that. If... if, the, if if
3: wonderful chris evans wasn't doing it yes. he'd be my pick
0: yeah yeah no i i think that's that's certainly a possibility there are a couple of people left that could take over there so um yeah
3: i also heard a we'll rumor st- that they i don't know where i read this or if i read it or dreamt it so don't take this on <laughs> any. but I, I think i read a rumor that they might not be doing the inhumans they might just cancel it <sighs> i think i
0: read this did I read this don't tell chris that
3: he'll go <laughs> <ballistic>. <laughs> <be> <laughs>
0: <laughs> i don't know i've i've not heard that but uh, i might have to go and look that up afterwards but um yeah well i i mean it's still in the latest lineup right um I- but it has got pushed back and back and it is right at the very end um and and i mean they are building in humans in agents of shield at the moment so ah, maybe
3: that's maybe i just read that it got pushed back maybe that that was it
0: yeah it's certainly getting you know i I'm not sure when it was slated for before, but I mean it's the very last movie before the three mystery movies. So I mean, I, I suspect he just gets put, pushed back and back, oh, and he yeah. got pushed back when Spider-Man went in. So yeah. I'm,
3: I'm having I'm having a read, and apparently it was a rumor, but it, it was completely unfounded. And Marvel has said it'll be fine. We'll do it. It'll be fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean it would seem weird to, to start building humans up on the TV show and then yeah. not. End with an Inhumans movie, so we're you know, we'll see. But, um, are they doing yeah. a, do you know if they're doing one Spider Man or if they've got him for a couple? Or, um, I imagine, well, I mean, I think most of the deals have been for seven movies. Um, seven. You, yeah, I mean, you really sign your life away when you sign, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, apart from if I remember correctly. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. I think only signed has an amazing contract because I think they only signed him for the first film originally oh, yeah. because because Marvel were very unsure about him or the, the it wasn't Marvel it wasn't just Marvel or Marvel were good with him but the film production company because it wasn't disney at that point were, yeah. we're very unsure about him so that he only signed up for one film which was because it's a huge success which spawns this massive franchise and then they have to kind of beg him to sign a longer contract yeah. which i mean obviously eventually did but uh but yeah so um he got a rather good payout i suspect from that <laughs> yeah yeah
3: i'd be but, happy if i'd be happy if uh if, if 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 they got some more good characters from the marvel ethos if they got more really like lead characters in i'd be happy for yes. them to get rid of Cap or, or iron man like i love those characters but i think it'd be very interesting if they got rid of them
0: yeah i mean the thing with the thing with cap is the fact that you can there are other people around that can take over that role yeah. and you, you know if chris evans want to go or wants to go off and do something else although he has said you know if they want him they've got him but um if he if he goes off and does something else they can evolve that into either winter soldier or falcon you know can take over that role i don't think as far as i'm aware that anybody else has been iron man at any point mm. which slightly causes a problem because you i mean and robert danny jr is so well cast in that yeah and uh, so far they've got away without recasting any of the major roles apart from Rhodey. Um Yeah, 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 but uh, yeah, because Terrence Howard played him in the in the first movie, and then had a rather falling out with with uh, Robert Downey Jr., I believe. Oh, um, and and that's there was something went on there, and and that was part of the reason why he got recast. But
3: yeah may july and november 2020 mystery movies we've got to figure out
0: yeah so i think think there's
3: been so sony sony marvel meet sony disney meetings and i think we'll have the fantastic four
0: i I would hope that would be the case that would after what a complete you know um screw up that last reboot was it would make sense to fold Mm. those guys across um did but, somebody um, say X Men? Um. <laughs> yeah. Well, you see, X Men's doing so well on its own. It's doing well.
2: Um,
0: yeah, and and uh, Fantastic Four's Fox as well, isn't it? So yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So it's not Sony. Do this. Yeah. Sony's the ones that have done the deal with Spider Man. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the rest of them are at Fox. So it's whether Fox would agree to release the Fantastic Four back to Marvel as a, as a um, co-production um i i mean that would make sense to me but yeah. uh, you know who knows uh they make, and by that time i mean you'd be 5 years on so it's rested enough you could introduce the characters again with different people playing them and nobody would bat an eyelid so yeah you know um and if you're folding them into the bigger world you can yeah, introduce that, that, that always adds
3: and... a it adds a, an authenticity to it it's like you know yeah. it's not just they're not just superheroes now they're they're part of marvel they're avenger-y superheroes
0: yeah and there's a bit more control from marvel on it as well which is good so well, that's always the thing with spider-man as well you know um i mean i actually quite like the last couple of spider-man movies. I love but,
3: the amazing you know, spider-man is is i think it might be my favorite spider-man movie, the, the first one uh,
0: yeah the, fir- the the first one of the of the rebooted ones yeah 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 well i i really liked him with spider-man i thought he was really good um i such a shame that they didn't bring it across although i am quite interested to see this take on it because he you know it's the first time they've introduced this him as a genuinely as a teenager yeah
3: yeah that's good that's good in this in this sort of world of people who are adults and they've got adult problems going on to find someone who's a kid and he's got kid problems going on
0: (laughs) yeah and, and sticking this little kid into this kind of world of these huge superheroes yeah you know um that, that
3: it's such a dangerous time as well like in civil yeah, war
0: yeah because i mean you know they're introducing him in civil war um he then so that'll be next year and then the year after he's got his own movie um so yeah and he's such an integral part of mm. of that uh, of the avengers in the books i mean i i just wish they could get wolverine across yeah but, that would be
3: that change and i was saying to a friend of mine wolverine is one of those characters that if ever anything needs done that's too dangerous for people to do Wolverine will do so yeah. we'll just go like if there's some time travel or like dimensional stuff oh Wolverine can do it yeah let's get Wolverine in
0: yeah yeah, yeah. no it's it's fantastic yeah is any anybody kind of you know somebody needs setting on fire there's a burning yeah. building like, it's fantastic Wolverine. just send Wolverine in be fine <laughs> <laughs> it'll hurt like hell but he'll be fine <laughs> so yes um there's there's some good stuff coming up there I I'm I'm looking forward to the rest of those those marvel films coming out i'm i am i particularly looking forward to civil war i think that's going to be quite awesome Absolutely. so one last thing which was uh, as we talked about last week there are going to be some cancellations and renewals um, starting to pop up so uh, i went through some of the lists of of the ratings and things to and there have been some cancellations announced already uh just so you've got an idea of of things to watch out for and what to maybe watch and get invested in and whatnot <laughs> going down hold up
2: what was that
0: Extant, which is the Halle Berry um sci-fi drama yeah. thing, has been cancelled after two seasons, so that's not making a return. Um I I watched sort of a few episodes of the first season of that. It it seemed quite good, but I I really never got back to it. Um it was fine. Yeah. Um Minority Report, which we talked a bit about last week as being on fairly shaky ground, has now had its season cut. Um, so it's, it's gone from being, I think it was a 12-episode order to a 10-episode order. Um, that effectively cancels it because um, no freshman series has ever had its season cut and then come back from the ring. <laughs> it just doesn't happen. <laughs> um, unfortunately, as, as Constantine fans will attest to, it's yeah, uh, it, it, uh, yeah it, it's one of those things that, you know, the, the, the chances of that surviving, unless somebody decides that it can work somewhere else and throws money at it, but it's very, very, very rare. Um, so I think uh, uh, I would say that Minority Report is effectively cancelled at this point. CSI Cyber apparently isn't doing particularly well. Uh, that's on its second season, but um, its ratings are not good. Um, it's difficult with that because of the, I think it's, it's CBS airs on over there, but, and and. The same with some of the other CSI shows haven't necessarily had the greatest ratings, but they've kept them running. So it may still survive, even though it's ratings are a bit shaky. Um, Nashville apparently hasn't had the greatest ratings this season either. Um, I mean, we're very early on, so it may pick up, but it's, it's not doing great at the moment. So that's one to watch out for castle, um, which is Nathan Fillion's show. Um, on seventh or eighth season now, um, also hasn't had the greatest ratings this season, and, and ABC have a lot of successful stuff on. Difficult to say, but they had problems getting Stanokaitik, who's the female lead, back last season. Uh, and add to that with the ratings not being great, yeah. If- they're going to have to pay her more money to come back again for another season that could completely scupper it. So, uh, you may be watching the last season of castle. I don't know. Um, but be aware that that's one to watch out for (laughs) code black, which I don't think is aired over here yet. I think it's coming to watch, uh, which is a medical drama, has got fairly atrocious ratings, um, oh. so that might not make it out of its first season. I look forward season. to that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it looked kind of interesting and gritty, but uh, medical dramas don't seem to be doing it over there at the moment, so... Um, it's, not, it's never yeah, going to be House, is it, that's a thing? No, no, and House was... I mean, like, what could ever stunning. be House? House so good. Um, <laughs> yeah, Just put Hugh Laurie in everything. I House fantastic. House is in your up
3: going-up pile.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if, if it hadn't been cancelled about three years ago or haven't finished about three years ago, yeah. it would be. <laughs> what has <are> <laughs> to uh, Mysteries of Laura, uh, which is not a show I've particularly watched, but that apparently isn't doing particularly well. Blood and Oil, which is another uh, freshman show this season that's got fairly appalling ratings. Um, that's about the oil industry in North Dakota stars. Um, what's his face from Miami Vice? John Johnson. Um, that's apparently not doing particularly well. Uh the player, which is Philip this is a really unfortunate. Philip Winchester, who is one half of the team out of Strikeback, uh as he's in the show with Wesley Snipes uh, called the Player. That's not doing particularly well. Um Blind Spot, on the other hand, has just been which he uh got um his co-star from um strike back in it has just got a full season order and is the highest rated show on the network. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Or one of the highest rating shows on NBC. So, um, yeah, Uh, slightly bad decisions on his part. But anyway, so that's not doing particularly well. Um, Sleepy Hollow has had a bit of a dodgy start as well. Um, It's only aired, I think, one or two episodes so far, but it it needs to pick up, I think. Um, it's, It's not... Um, doing particularly well so that's sort of on the fence right now mm. and beauty and the beast have announced that it will be ending after it's aired its full season which is due to come probably in the summer next year um it may go out earlier than that but i suspect it'll be summer next year uh and that will be its final season so yes those those are the the things that aren't doing well in terms of things that are doing well uh limitless which is based off the movie uh, and it's a TV show based off the movie about the uh the drug that makes you hyper intelligent. That's uh Bradley Cooper's thing. Yeah. That's um doing really well, apparently. Uh Blind Spot, as I mentioned, just got full season order, so that's doing particularly well. The Muppets is doing very, very well Ooh. for ABC, so uh, I think there's a fair chance that'll come back. And it's a, it's on ABC, which is owned by Disney. The Muppets are owned by Disney. I think there's a very, very good chance that'll yeah. return originals apparently has had a really really strong start so i don't think there's any chance of that um going anywhere agents of shield does have a very strong start as well so and again it's on abc um and uh it's owned by marvel which is disney and you know so it's all part of the same thing so the chances are that will definitely be back so yeah there's some some good things coming up there's uh, some uh, bad things if some of your favorite shows are in the going down list <laughs> but uh yeah hopefully hopefully we'll uh we'll have some more updates and things and we'll we'll start seeing things you won't see things get renewed probably yet but mm. you will start seeing things getting cancelled and dropped uh over the next few months so um yeah just tells you what's worth watching and what isn't and that's it for the news this week uh next up we have an interview <laughs> So, this was a, a little interview that I did with a guy called Paul Dubbridge and um, Simon Pierce. They are uh, co creators of a web series called Horizons. Um, I sent you this link early. Did you get a chance to watch yeah, any of it? I did.
3: It was, it was, it was quite uh, gripping for, for just a, you know, it was, it was four and a half minutes, maybe five minutes long, the first yes. episode. And I, I watched it and, and I was like, oh, wh- what is it? What's going on? And it was yeah. quite—it uh, was quite good production value. You could see that a lot of effort had gone into it.
0: Yeah, it's—you uh, know—you say web series. As, as I was saying to this. Yeah. You know, this- center you say web series and you kind of think how oh, well we you know mm. yeah well yeah it'll be these kind of little things shot on green screen and this isn't it's this really high production value um little 5 minute sort of show web series that they've created it follows the lives of five people um who are whose lives are changed forever when a mysterious alien spaceship pops up on the skyline of bristol um, its intentions aren't particularly clear the group are trying to flee the city and to reach loved ones but their efforts are impeded as the sort of city goes into panic and there's looters and you know the military are um, threatening to attack uh the first episode is is a really good introduction the second episode has some crazy cgi stuff in it um which is just brilliantly done and i mean if you consider they did this on a like tiny tiny budget it just stunning yeah um so i had a chance to have a bit of a chat with uh the two guys behind it um here's what they had to say and how they created it um I thought it was really interesting. So um, here you go. We'll give you some air dates afterwards. Hi, is that Simon? It is indeed. I Hi. Hi. Well, how are you two? We're
1: very good. You've just caught us signing off on our last visual effect shot for episode 10. Oh, <laughs> we're still, w- still are going. You-
0: <laughs> you're up to episode 10 though i know the first three are online at the moment aren't they yeah that's right yeah four comes out in about one hour oh really yeah. okay i well do you want to just introduce yourselves and uh what the project is yeah
1: absolutely um so i'm simon pierce um so i'm one of the co-writers and co-producers on horizon
4: um i also appear in it as the character dan and this is uh, i'm paul dobridge i'm the producer director and also co-writer
0: excellent um and do you want to just explain a bit about what horizon is Sure. Well, Horizon is a 10 part science fiction web
4: series uh, set in Bristol, which basically evolves around uh, the story of uh, it's the story of five friends that decide to leave uh, Bristol when an alien ship appears on the skyline. Um, so they've given themselves five hours to get out uh, and they just need to track down some loved ones and tie up a few loose ends before leaving the city, really. And the, the story just tells you know, what, you know, obviously just shows what happens uh, as they try to do that um and who they meet and and you know they go into the shops to get uh supplies or you know all the sort of hindrances that might happen um and that's basically what the the you know the 10 episodes tell really
0: cool i mean it's it's um it's interesting cuz you know i got this call from the pr company and said you know would you be interested in interviewing these guys about their web series and you kind of think oh okay yeah you no know, it's a web series and 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 you're thinking well yeah that's fine and and it'll be this this little thing and it'll be kind of nice and sweet and like you know low end production values because you expect that of a web this is quite epic oh,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: completely not what you what you expect i mean i've, I've watched the first three episodes and i'm really enjoying it the first one really draws you in and i was like Oh, i'm gonna watch the others now i had to wait until i got back home to watch the others so. <laughs> well,
1: I, think, I mean that was uh You know, I mean, myself and uh, Paul have been working in Bristol for a while. We've made shorts and features together, and, you know, we've been lucky to build up a really nice network of kind of crew members, cast members that we enjoy working with and that, you know, are very good at what they do. So when it was Paul's idea to sort of do a science fiction web series, because he's been doing a lot of effects work, and we thought, okay, you know, we obviously talked about can we pull this off and have it, you know, because it did need to, of course, have a sense of scale. But you yeah. know, we didn't just want it to feel like something that was being done on a budget. So yeah. you know, we thought, can we have enough polish to this that it does look like something a bit bigger than what it is? And we felt confident enough to do that because of you know these people we'd worked with in the past who were able to call on to get involved in this. Um, yeah. So and I, you know, and I think you know the nice thing about a web series is that you can kind of put it out there straight away. You know, you can immediately put yeah. in front of an audience. There's no hassle for distribution or anything like that. But I mean, the opening yeah. episode was a really nice idea. of Paul's actually he always had that idea of opening with a car crash and just really opening with a bang and hopefully grabbing people straight away which is why we wanted to do the shorter episodes as well because you know each episode is only sort of four or five minutes in length I think the longest is 10 which is 10 minutes um, But we yeah. just wanted it to be sort of bite-sized chunks i mean we've all done it where you might scroll through a video on your facebook feed or youtube or something and you think us oh, five minutes can't be bothered with that so yeah, <laughs> we wanted it to be something you could watch you know on the way to work on the bus or you know whatever yeah. and just have it be really accessible
0: yeah no i mean I, th- I think it does that very well i mean as i say i, I watched the first episode and was like oh i want to watch the other two now you know because it, it it does really really pull you in and and i mean it looks like a tv show you know it, it doesn't look like you've done it on a budget a, you know for for a web series it looks like something that would be a much bigger production so i oh, think right. you've definitely succeeded in that oh, thank, you. Um, you. thank you very much <laughs> um how did the whole thing come about? How did you you kind of hit on where, where did the idea come from? And and, and uh... yeah, I mean, uh, I think we're
4: well, like Simon said, we, we'd done we'd done feature films and short films before uh, and music videos and things like that, but we'd never had the opportunity or never considered the format of telling a story, you know, in an episodic way. We're, we're yeah. fans we're fans of TV shows, you know, like House of Cards and Lost and things like that, where you can tell the story. Um, you know, over a series of episodes where you can bounce around different locations with different characters and, and, and tell different elements of the story. That cliffhangers. Yeah, and I think the cliffhanger thing was something that we yeah. really liked the idea of because you could literally leave it 24 hours before the audience, you know, finds out what happened. And we actually like to even push that even more where something might happen at the end of, you know, an episode, episode three maybe, but we don't find out what happens to them until episode five or six. Um, right. really just dangling that in front of the audience going no we're not going to let you you know find out what happened um, <laughs> not for a while and I think that would just really appealed to us and it was a, it was an opportunity to make our own version of Walking Dead of Lost 24, or and, 24 yeah. and yeah, yeah. And, and we just like that and you know I've got a background in effects I like doing action I also like doing drama so we thought well let's mix it all together so each episode is actually quite distinctive where one's quite um there's a few set pieces one's quite a couple of quite dramatic or emotional one's quite tense one's just raw action with machine guns and so there's no what we tried to do was have no episode be the same
2: Mm, yeah it
4: never goes to the same location really it never has the same scenario so there'll be never i mean episode two was set in in the in the characters front room in their house but we when there's never another episode which is in the house
1: I yeah. think that, you know, we kind of talked about we didn't want it to feel like a short film or a feature film that had just been chopped up, you know, so each yeah. episode we wanted to design very specifically so that it, it worked simply as that chunk. And then the, you know, the one after that was in total contrast or somewhere completely different. Um, I should mention as well, there was three of us that wrote it. So it was myself, Paul, and then Chris Marshfield was the third writer who I'd worked with right. a few times before. Um, and yeah, it was really good fun, actually, just the three of us sat in a room tossing ideas around, you know, basically it was. <laughs> what would we want to see happen? Yes. What would be yeah. fun for us? Because that was the other thing, was just the remit was just to have fun with it. You know, what would be yeah. fun to watch? What would be fun to do? You know, what could we do that we might not get the chance to do normally? And, you know, this was it.
0: Um, have you done that writing process before, Were, you know, writing with other people? Or was this the first time you've done it as a as a group? I think it was it was probably the first time, really. Like, we've always, I think we've tended
1: to write in isolation, but then we would always maybe bring each other in when we yeah. sort of finish something to say, Hey, can you have a look at this and give me your feedback? But to actually start from sort of the ground up and sit in a room and toss ideas back and forth was really good yeah. fun. So yeah, that was the first time we'd done that, so mm-hmm. myself.
4: Absolutely. And I think I mean that was good fun. We've obviously we've written stuff for our own project individually that we've then sent to each other for feedback but there's a nice project where we're working on something together. I mean, we just thrashed out the story and then we just kind of said, well, listen, I kind of like the idea of doing episode one and two. Simon kind of said, right, well, I'm going to look at three and Chris said, you know, there's a new character that gets introduced in six. I want to tackle that and we kind of just divvied it up that way, which was nice and then, you know like occasionally Simon or Chris might or we might message each other and say look I've got this idea for episode nine could you plant something in episode three for me right. so then I can yeah. pay it off mm. and it'd be great so then you know that would all that's how it came together and then we'd sit down when all the scripts had been written and we just went through them all and went hey this really works or this doesn't work we might need to look at this there's a thing in the end of episode seven that might not work perhaps we need to tweak that or do we need to do something else in episode four in order to set that up so there'd be a, there'd be a nice process where we together. Together as well as working on our own, and I think that was it was you know it was a nice sort of team mm. relationship really.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was I was going to say, um, ha, you know, how did you uh, how did you get the part? But soon as you wrote it, <laughs> 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 kind of helps. <laughs> it's funny because uh, I mean, it was actually Paul that suggested that. I
1: mean, because you know, directing is very much. You know something I'm keen to do as a career, and I work mostly behind the camera. You know, either as an editor or a cameraman. You know, for a job. Yeah. So, um, but I had acted in the past when I was younger, and I've always enjoyed doing it. So I think it's never something I've wanted to leave behind completely. I like doing it now again, and basically, yeah. Paul suggested partway through the writing process. How did you feel about you know playing one of these characters, which I was initially nervous about because I knew a lot of the other people we were playing in to bring on board and sort of how good they were, and I thought, well, I don't want to do this unless I think I can do a decent job with it. Uh, yeah, you know but then as, as we fleshed out a bit more I kind of thought actually this would be really nice to do and apart from anything else I knew there was going to be a lot of fun stuff that we were going to get to do <laughs> <outside> <laughs> down in cars and various other things which you'll see coming so I thought I can't really turn this down jumping from explosions um, yeah and it was a blast and I felt really comfortable doing it as well because as I said I knew the cast I knew the crew so it felt like a very relaxed environment to kind of you know put myself to the test a little bit even though I was you know a bit rough around the end yeah. and done it for a while uh, <laughs> and one of the nice things about it was that you know a lot of the cast were people we'd worked with before on other productions so you know we were very much writing for them and it was nice to write with their voices in mind you know and know roughly what we were working towards so that was
0: yeah yeah, how did how did you end up bringing the cast together? Were they were they just people that you worked with in the past and you knew, or you know, were you doing auditions for people? Or
4: well, uh, yeah, like Simon said, sometimes we would actually write the part with someone in mind because we had worked yeah. with people before on other short films. There was a couple of actors that I'd worked with in different capacity, maybe because I'm a, I'm also a cameraman, so I might be working on another project somebody right. else and i would be looking at an actor or an actress going yeah right. you'd be pretty good for <laughs> this i've got you in mind for something and then there was other parts that we did you know we didn't we couldn't cast so we had to you know locally so we had to go further afield or we didn't know uh, we hadn't worked with them before so it was a quite a nice interesting mix because each episode or each scene would have a mix between people that we knew and people that we didn't know um i didn't We, I don't we a... actually auditioned anyone though did we
1: uh, <laughs> I, I think I think we either knew them or kind of knew of them, like yeah. said, the yeah. shoot that they were on or something like that. So I don't. think yeah. there was anything where, yeah, I don't think we actually any. We'll just go scratch. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, so you're you're obviously sci-fi fans because you're making this so um was there anything particularly that that influenced um the the type of of thing you were making were there any kind of sci-fi shows that you were particularly kind of
1: well it's funny i'm sure we'll probably get jumped on for this but i'd say one of the first (laughs) things we thought of was anything by roland emmerich and mainly just because in terms of that whole having fun thing and you know we've all seen those movies where he blows up the white house or whatever and we just thought it'd be fun to do something like that in our hometown but yeah, so yeah. you know, there was also their references, it was probably more movie references, I think, than yeah. TV stuff. I mean, we had TV stuff in mind, like we mentioned, sort of lost in twenty four in terms of the cliffhangers and you know, the kind of series arcs and things. Um But from but, a tone but, point of view. Yeah, we probably mostly referenced films. There was, you know, moments where we talked about uh War of the Worlds yeah. um and things like that. So TV show wise, I don't think we did, but yeah, it was more film references, mm. really.
0: Yeah. 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 And, and you've done all the effects stuff uh, yourself if you're, if you're into to the effects side of things.
4: Well, I, I didn't actually do the work myself. I've got a background in effects right. I used to do. Um, uh, I've, I've dabbled in it, but I've got a working knowledge, but my skills are no way required. <laughs> so I've got, uh, we went to a couple of friends of ours that had worked with in the past and said, look, we're doing this thing. You're sci-fi fans. We're sci-fi fans. We're looking to do this you like doing 3D and, and compositing and stuff would you like to do yeah. it so that's where that came around um, it was an intense process I mean a lot it's a what's lot taken of work that's what's taken sure. yeah I mean you do get a newfound respect for films I don't know off the top of my head like uh, Batman vs Superman or somewhere like that where they film something you know one summer and it is 18 months later by the time the thing <laughs> out. Um, because we I think we, we clocked in about 140 140 shots effect shots right. and it was just you know it was just a mammoth process where some of those effect shots might you know take three or four days you know to to do and they might last literally a second yeah, um, and, yeah. and it's hard so i mean uh I, you know i could go out and shoot the backgrounds for the shots to happen and i knew what i wanted to see and then it was just about shooting those elements to put the shot together and then handing those elements over to the effects guys and saying look here's the storyboard this is the elements let's have a go um, and see if it works. And I think 99% of the shots we managed to do. I think there was a couple that were just too hard, right? Wouldn't work, so we just had to scrap them. Uh, yeah, yeah. Some of the shots are fully CG, uh, and some of the shots are obviously maybe just little tweaks where there might be a sky replacement, or we've added a screen to a mobile phone, right? Or yeah, take, or painted something out. So there's a whole range of, of things. Um, but yeah, and what was the challenge and what was interesting was, especially for the shots that had the CG elements or that were fully CG, which, was, which was, uh, would be to continue the style that we were filming the rest of the show in, which was quite kind of handheld and documentary, crash zooms and things like that, and apply that style to the effects. Because yeah. What you don't want to do is then cut to an effect shot, which is quite static yeah. and, and, and flat. It needs to yeah. be shaking. It needs to be zooming in. So, I mean, and that was one of the problems. I mean, it was, it, if we managed to do it, if we managed to pull the shots off, it does actually add stuff. I mean, there's a shot in episode 10 where we are, we're, filming down gorge. Yeah, were filming down the yeah. gorge. Yeah, We're filming the gorge of Avon Gorge in Bristol and yeah. we're filming where three fighter jets are going to fly around the corner and I'm filming quite close and I crash zoom the camera out almost yeah. you know, the, the person filming it has gone, oh my God, there's three fighter jets. I'm too so yeah. I better zoom out. And that's what we did. And it took the, the, the effects guys, it took them a couple of days just to work yeah. out because the, the, the planes obviously have to shrink. <laughs> the planes have to shrink and be tracked into the movement of the camera. And it's a wonderful shot and it's in the movie, it's in the series, yeah. but it takes time to do it. Now, yeah. if we was locked off the camera on a tripod, the shot could have taken about an
0: hour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's some effects guy sat there going, "I can't believe he did."
1: That. Yeah, so it was two a combination of two guys, Alan, to Brett, and Scott Martin. We did have a a running joke on set of jokes on our. Yeah. Every time we thought of a new effects idea or you know shot something with yeah. a bread pan or handheld that we knew was really tricky, but you know both these guys were doing it as a passion project, so they were doing it between other work. So yeah, you know, it wasn't we didn't have the benefit of an effects house working on it all day every day. No. It was just when yeah. people were available. But I mean, they have both done an amazing job. You know, it really it really worked.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, as I say, I've just finished watching episode three, and and there are there are plane crashes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that. And, and, and I mean, they're they're superb bits of effect work. I well, mean, they've done they've done a wonderful job with it. Mm. You, it really does look like you're trying to blow up Bristol, which is, yeah. <laughs> which is I'm Sure, some people approve of.
1: <laughs> but I think we're definitely guilty in the writing process, though, of because effects are so much more achievable now i should say from home i think we yeah. just get carried away in the writing process of oh we could do one there oh we could do this here oh we could do this mm. you know and suddenly that's where it adds up to 140 shots so yeah. keep joking that season two is going to be two people in a room and you never see the yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll get it done a lot faster
0: yeah so um you are yeah you're you're up to well you finished 10 episodes now you are planning a, a second season of it as well well, we're, we're talking about it. I mean,
1: inevitably, you can't help but discuss what the story would be. So we've got something mapped out. And basically, we just wanted to wait and see what the response was. Um, you know, yeah. if it sort of P.S. out and dies, <laughs> yeah. then obviously we won't <laughs> break our backs trying to make something. But so far, the response has been good. So, you know, if it continues and we get a big enough audience, um, people yeah. who want to see it, then yeah, absolutely. I mean, we intentionally leave some stuff open at the end so that we could carry it on if you yeah. wanted that and so yeah if we feel there's enough of an audience for it then absolutely because it was so much fun to do and oh, we've had so much fun discussing what two could be so yeah it'd be amazing to realize that if we get yeah. a chance
4: absolutely
0: yeah i mean if a if a tv company came knocking and and wanted to to convert it all onto onto tv uh would that be a possibility as well i think we'd be absolutely. open to that yeah, yeah
4: absolutely i mean you know whether it was in its in its kind of current state you know from that kind of the same sort of tone and formula or whether it was adapted for a kid's thing or i don't know i mean either way i think we'd be open absolutely be open to that um and i and i think it could be something yeah i mean i think with a lot of the feedback we've got it's funny actually that people are interested to see it because there's not much else out there that's like this at the moment i mean obviously from sci-fi there's doctor who and torchwood and things but that's a little bit more dare I, say, I don't know, a little bit more fantasy-based and a little bit more sort of yeah. magic going on. And yeah. what we try to do with this show is, is base it in in reality. Like, if it literally happened tomorrow, this is what people would do. Mm. And, and and I think, you know, a lot of these sort of shows like Walking Dead and things normally do happen in America. So the fact yeah. that we've got this British take on it... Um, so I think it, it might be something that the British audiences might like. So if, yeah, if a TV station come along and said we want to look at it, then we'd be absolutely... I mean, what them.
1: what would be interesting is if they if they said oh no we want to do sort of our own version but take that kind of story yeah because then then it would be like oh okay because we're almost retreading the same area, and also we're quite attached to yeah yeah, the situations that we've created so i mean god obviously yeah we'd be open to it it'd be an interesting one to do
0: yeah yeah i mean tonally the the thing that sort of comes to mind in in terms of how it feels is something like uh humans which just went out on channel four right. which is again is, is is sort of british sci-fi but you know as you say there's very very little of, of the sort of more serious british sci-fi out there yeah, at the I, moment so i think it would be really interesting to i mean uh, to see something like that as an actual you know as a full-blown uh, tv show as i mean you know the web, uh, just showing what you can put together as a web series on a uh, limited budget compared to what you could do on a on a TV budget. Yeah, I mean, I'd be really interested to see that as well. <laughs> you right. know, yeah, um, with yeah absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, um, so what's what's next for for you guys? Um, you, is it is it more of this, or uh, you got other projects lined up?
1: Yeah, I mean, well, we've both got uh, other projects lined up. As I said, we're both looking to you know direct in the future. Um, so I mean, I've got. Uh, well certainly I've got a feature in development but I'm aware obviously that's potentially a long road by the time you've raised investment and co-producers and all that kind of stuff that would in an ideal world maybe be towards the end of next year so I've got a short I'm working on in the meantime Um, but other than that obviously you know, if there's a season two, we might be launching straight into the sort of writing mm-hmm. and production of that, so we'll see so and I think you're a similar thing you've got some new work yeah
4: on. i mean i yeah, I mean it'd be split between doing season two and then I've got a, a sort of slate of a couple of features that we're looking to raise the finance for for next year, so the scripts are written. Right, you know the the, the production kind of all there. Uh, the budgets are all in place. So yeah, we're just looking at finance now, and that's I think the natural, the next natural kind of progression. Mm-hmm. You know, to move on to, to doing feature films, which has you know kind of always been the goal, really. Yeah. Um. But you know, in the yeah. meantime, absolutely, we'd love to. You know, we're we'll fitting another season. Yeah, we can fit one. Uh, by, three, <laughs> I think I think we've decided that if we did another one, it would be just one more. It would be. We'd yeah, yeah. It we, all we, we'd sort of
1: design it so that that is the end.
4: Yeah, Yeah, because you know,
1: hopefully we'll all be going off in different directions once that's finished.
4: But um, yeah, so it'd be like I think it'd be like. Sherlock with Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman. <laughs> we we'll do a special, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because oh, we can we can never ever, you know be in the same room for like four years or something. Yeah, so our schedules are too busy. that yeah. would be nice. Yeah, that would be nice. So oh. Horizon season three, had come out here by twenty eighteen. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> follow, follow the Sherlock model, you end up with a sort of steampunk sci-fi kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, I guess. exactly. Like they're Victorian. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, no, it'd be cool. Um, one last question, because uh, we did the site i run covers a lot of tv shows so we always ask people about um what uh tv shows are you watching at the moment or what sort of things inspire you or what would you like the chance to direct or star in
1: well i'm actually uh a big you know i I think my my tastes are quite sort of dark and gritty and uh, i've actually just finished watching daredevil the netflix version which i absolutely loved i think you know tonally that's so like something i would want to make myself so that would be kind of (laughs) The most recent example film wise i'm a big fan of uh the like the last two well i say the last two ball movies the two matt damon ones ultimatum and supremacy you yeah know, so tonally again i like stuff in that kind of vein so a film like that and in fact the feature i'm currently working on with my friend chris who worked on horizon uh is a sort of british spy thriller so that oh, would cool. be the ideal sort of next film but yeah daredevil was the most recent tv show i'm watching gotham at the moment but yeah that's not I'm, I'm sort of omen and about whether I'll stick with it. It's almost lighter than I would like. I'd like that to be darker and grittier. yeah. Yeah, no. Stick... To CSI. I say. Um,
0: yes, I know what you mean. Stick with it. It gets better. Okay. Um, and the second season is supposed to be quite a lot darker as well because the second season fo- focuses more on the villains. So it is worth sticking with. Okay. But I do know exactly what you mean with that. It gets a bit wishy-washy in the middle. But, <laughs> but yeah, but, yeah well, stick with it. Sonic, and I think we're so used to watching stuff now. With a long-running
1: series, are mm. the fact that yeah. you know? I mean, I'm only sort of five or six episodes in, and they're doing the whole villain of the week thing. That is yeah. kind of weird to me because I'm just used to watching stuff with ongoing stories. But I think again, I've heard two is more of a kind of ongoing arc. So yeah, um, yeah no, I'll stick with it for now for sure. Yes,
0: we're sticking with yeah. Okay, great. Uh,
4: yeah, for my taste, I kind of, I mean, I mentioned Walking Dead earlier, um, but I'm I'm a little bit edge towards the drama. Really, I mean, I like House of Cards. Yeah, yeah but the chemistry. Great yeah. you, know, sure. you watch that, well, do not you? Yeah. Um, and and i like the i like the law and order as well They're kind of that's very episodic um yeah but yeah i kind of like those kind of you know sort of the legal dramas and stuff like that um so my sci-fi tastes are in the films in the movies but a lot of the um right. of you my like TV shows. oh yeah star trek obviously is yeah i've always been a big fan of trek um <laughs> yeah big trek fan Can't uh, not be can you no absolutely <laughs> hey, exactly? um, but yeah and i and i think you know that's where that's 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 where it is really i think um yeah it's all, a lot of drama really yeah. 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 So no, he brings cool. the drama and then I bring the action. Well, that's <laughs> actually, you know what? That's not a bad point because there's, you know, the episodes that, the episodes that I wrote for yeah. the Horizon are, I mean, there is the one action episode, episode yeah. eight, but I wrote the, the three that are kind of a bit more dramatic. <laughs> And, right. and the episodes that you wrote yeah. are like this, this, the tension. Episode this, this three suspense. was my first script. Yeah, it's like the it's <laughs> There's three action. explosions.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To give you an idea. And then the like scene
4: yeah. with you guys in a basement, you know, defending the house from burglars and things. So it's like, it's funny, even, even our sensibilities there have come through the show.
0: Yeah. We picked yeah. the
4: episodes that we like because of what we, we're interested in. I think Chris back. is a
1: nice mediator between the two of us. Yeah. <laughs> he just kind of picks the best of me. Stops either of us getting too carried away.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, if if you if you like your drama and and you like a bit of action, Daredevil's definitely a good one right. to to yeah. go for. Yeah, sure. yeah. I've been yeah. telling you to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a phenomenally good show. Um, I'm quite looking forward to. There's Jessica Jones launches next week, which yeah. is next month, sorry, I think is, yeah. uh, and that's that's the next one in that in that series that they're doing. So I'm looking forward to that coming. So yeah, and of course, Lots it's amazing that obviously you know the whole thing now of releasing stuff
1: all in one go. You know, so
0: everyone yeah. can just watch it in their own time. Yeah, it's absolutely. Yeah. No, Netflix is uh, he's he's really kind of crushing it with that sort of stuff at the moment. I know. So. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um well it's been really nice to talk to you. Uh we, we I wish you every bit of luck with the the uh, web series cuz I as I say I I really enjoyed it. I'm I'm looking oh, forward to to seeing the next one. So um yeah, I I shall be keeping on watching and I shall definitely be pushing it on the uh, on the site and on the podcast. So awesome. um yeah, looking forward to it. Well, I hope, uh, enjoy, I hope you
1: enjoy the rest of it. Yeah, thank you for yeah. the
0: comments. That's yeah. lovely. No, no problem. Um, so thanks for talking to me. And uh, yeah, good luck. And I'll, talk to me again next time you've got something coming out. Yeah, Absolutely. definitely. Thanks so much, David. Pleasure Thank you it. Thanks right. very much. Cheers. 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 Bye. That was the interview with Paul and Simon. Um hope you enjoyed that. Here are some airdate date updates.
2: Bye, 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 bye.
0: Not many air date updates this week, uh, but there is a lot of stuff coming back next week on TV. So uh, we'll just kind of run through the list. Co Black, which we mentioned earlier, um, coming to watch 29th of October. They've announced, as I said before, might not be worth getting overly invested in that show. <laughs> Last Kingdom coming to BBC Two. That's on twenty second of October. I saw this. Nice. this looks good. Yeah, um, BBC does Vikings. Uh, with Wessex, uh, the eponymous Last Kingdom, standing up for the Norse invaders. Yeah, that sounds quite good. I quite like that. That's the end of that. Like a bit of kind of Vikings and Norse invading. That's, yeah. that's always good. So 22nd of October at 9pm, that's coming. Looking forward to that. Longmire Season 4 comes back to TCM. That's on the 15th of November, they've announced... Um, the bridge broden which is the um original uh oh it was what swiss norwegian i think the original version was because there's like a british french version a u.s mexican version anything that has a bridge or a tunnel in it they must have tried ripping off this this version of the show uh, that comes back to bbc4 in november uh if you want to watch the original one and uh, there is a new show called lucky man coming to sky one that's they've said that's coming in january um, this is the story of D.I. Harry Clayton, played by James Nesbitt, who's a cop from central London, uh, the notorious Murder Squad, who's given a charm that confers the wearer the ability to control luck. Uh, the interesting thing about this is it's their first kind of branch into kind of comic booky things, or, you know, original comic book shows, and it's created by Stan Lee. Mm. You've got
3: a sort of uh, – you've got
0: an odd sort of Queen's nose effect. Do you remember the Queen's nose? Is that – is that too 90s childhood for you? Um, I, I, I am aware of the show, but I was I was far too old to see it. <laughs> yeah, I imagine so. This girl had a coin that granted wishes. But it's that kind of
3: thing, isn't it? You've got this magic talisman, this yeah. magic X, and it does Y. Uh, yeah. 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 But James knows yeah. it's great. And he, he, does, uh, he he's done Policeman before, and he does them very well.
0: Yes, yeah. So, and uh, I, he's done sort of fantasy things because he played Dwarf. So, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, and created by Stan Lee, so what can go wrong? Yeah, well, hopefully nothing. Let's yes. we'll see. So um, those were the uh, the air date changes. Um, next week on TV, we have. Well, I'll mention it, but um, if you're listening to this, you've already missed it. Uh, the Flash <laughs> Season 2 starts in about 10 minutes from when we're, we're recording right now. Uh, but it'll be on um, Now TV and it will be on the Sky Player and all that sort of stuff. So, uh, yeah, definitely worth going and watching. I'm very much, very, very much looking forward to The Flash coming back. Also starting tonight, uh, Lost Girls Season 5, the finale of that starts tonight. That's at 9 o'clock. Uh, that's coming to Sci-Fi New UK. Then uh, tomorrow night, you've got Arrow returning. Uh, They've moved the night of that, so it's actually uh, Flash One Night, Arrow next, whereas they used to run them with a couple of days in between. So um, that's quite good. Looking forward to that coming back. Uh, Haven is returning. That's for the second half of season five. That comes back tomorrow as well. That's on the 14th of October at 9pm. Supernatural also returning for the... 10th season so they're on the 11th in the us it's a shame we run so far behind that um but at least it's airing somewhere that's i'm yeah. happy that it's airing somewhere and it's doing well for e4 so uh, i'm glad they're showing it 14th of october that comes uh so that's uh, tomorrow night and that's at 10 p.m also back on the 14th, uh, The Apprentice, season 11. <laughs> 11 that- <inaudible> <Yeah. laughs> well, the fest finished now, so what else are you
3: going to watch on Wednesday nights?
0: Well, yes, there you go. Well, clearly you're going to watch Supernatural. I mean, if you've got any <laughs> sense, over The Apprentice. If I wanted to watch a bunch of people in suits preen and uh, be obnoxious to each other, I'd go and find a barway and hang out. So, yeah, I, that's coming back anyway archer season six comes to true? netflix so archer season six comes to netflix on the 15th of october oh i is. love archer do you know it's a show that everybody says oh that's great you should really watch that and i still haven't got around to it. Yet. it's brilliant it's,
3: it's actually brilliant
0: yeah um i i it does look really funny and i've seen little clips of it but um yeah not going around to watching a full thing yet um, so that's fifteenth of October. TF5 Friday returns for technically the seventh season, um, although there has been a really long break between <laughs> the sixth and seventh.
3: I don't know what this is, Dave. Be, be... Yeah. yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> you <laughs> child, yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> you're probably what one years old, one year old when it went off air or something. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, that's returning to Channel Four. That's on the sixteenth of October at eight pm. Um, I, who did the announcement coming they were starting take that were on the first one was it Take uh, that. oh you uh, two, i think were the other ones as well i think you take that and you two are on there it's like the the super band yeah so um, I'm, I, I don't know whether they're playing together but they uh they, <laughs> they are apparently on the show so that will be worth watching it's 8 p.m on the 16th that's coming back uh french version of or the original version of the returned the uh, the French one, not one of the million remakes. Uh, that turns to season two. That's on more four, not Channel Four. That's more four because uh, it's moved. That's on the sixteenth of October at nine pm. Season M of QI starts on the sixteenth of October at ten pm. That I'm definitely looking forward to coming back. Mister mm. Robot which is one of the new shows from the us this season um it's about a young hacker who gets recruited into this sort of hacker group uh that's coming to amazon prime instant video on the 16th of october as well so that i'm looking forward to coming to see uh it's it's got already got picked up for a second season it's got christian slater in it as well so christian slater makes uh, actually makes some quite interesting tv shows but they very rarely get out of one season um so I'm quite glad he's managed to get one to two seasons. That's quite makes me quite happy. Star Wars Rebels season two uh, starts on the 17th of October at 9 a.m. on Disney XD. There is a bit of confusion depending where you look on what episode this starts on because it's basically this is the first episode after the kind of movie thing that they did in between. Mm. Have you seen any of these? I haven't. I haven't. Well worth going to watch. They're really good. <laughs> It's uh, yeah, set, six, set sixteen years after um, Darth Vader uh, loses his legs, um, and five years before uh, he had Luke- the lower ground. He shouldn't have done it. <laughs> yeah, no bad move um five years before luke uh, turns up so it's sort of in that gap between the um luke was
3: 21
0: apparently so yes wow how about
3: that i thought he was a kid i thought he was like 18 well that's uh, not there's not much difference there is there, let's be honest no
0: no no you're, sort of, you're all children to me uh, <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah star wars rebels uh which is the new uh, CGI um, animated cartoon thing that returns on, uh, yeah, 17th of October, that's back. Law and Order Special Victims Unit, that's coming (laughs) up. Is that that one? Is that Law and Order where
3: it goes? Dun, dun, like
0: that? Uh, Who knows? Who knows? that could be anything <laughs> no but it's that, a very that, distinctive dun, dun. Uh, okay um I, I will take your word for it <laughs> uh but that's uh 17th season uh that's wow. coming from I uh, get yeah, that's fairly impressive uh 18th of October at 10pm that's coming to the Universal Channel um Muppets Woo. season one comes to Sky One on the of, 19th of October at 8pm uh as we said, we've already talked about that, very much looking for that coming back. Mon Family Season 7, that uh, Sky 1 on 19th of October at 8.30. I love Modern um, Family. Uh, so that'll be straight after The Muppets. Then Criminal Minds Season 11, coming to Sky Living on the 19th of October at 9pm. Uh, oh, Fargo Season 2, uh, 19th of October at 10pm. That That's coming. Did you see Season 1 of that? Season 1 of Fargo was... I think it was my favorite program of 2014
3: because it was was so tense. And it was because like a year ago, I was only – when it came out, I think I was only – maybe I was 19 and it was one of those things where – because I I haven't seen many – Gripping sort of crime things. I was just getting into that kind of genre. It was like, oh my god, are they like is this okay on television? What is
0: this? <laughs> it, was really, it was really tense and really good. I, mean, I was in it every week, and it was just brilliant. Yeah, it was on at ten pm though. You should have been in bed, surely. I was not past your bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> surely was, that was past your curfew. I'm like um, ten. <laughs> <laughs> Zed Nation Season 2, that returns to PIC-TV. That's on the 20th of October at uh, 10 p.m. That's another zombie show which I haven't got around to watching. And American Horror Story um, Season 5, which is the one with Lady Gaga, American Horror Story Hotel. That's on the 20th of October at 10 p.m. So, um, not short of TV to watch next week. Sure. <laughs> no, there's, there's a lot of stuff starting up. Um, I do wish they'd sometimes space this out a bit more, but, you know, yeah, at I least we're getting them fairly quickly. This time of year, you get, like, a
3: lot of stuff comes out in terms of a lot of films, a lot of... Uh, games, like you say, coming towards Christmas, a lot of games
0: yeah, yeah, awful lot of TV shows so um, yes, a lot of stuff coming back and also it's gig season, you'll get more gigs yes, yeah, you get a lot of gigs there's, um, you you get a lot of conventions as well, there's like conventions going on all over the place as well for you know, if you check your local press for details but I imagine there is a convention near you Uh, there's comic cons and all sorts of things coming up, so there's a lot of stuff going on right now That's everything from us this week. If you want to get in touch or if you want to see um, what sort of shows are coming up and get the latest news, come to geektown.co.uk throughout the week. Uh, If you want to get in touch touch directly with us, uh, email us at uh, podcast at geektown.co.uk or you can leave us a message on the post. You can find us at Geektown on Twitter or you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash geektown. Also, uh, if you're on iTunes, please go on and uh, make sure that you rate us and uh, maybe lead a, a little message to say how great we are there uh, because that frightens <laughs> my day and, uh, and also helps us get found in the uh, search as well. So uh, that's your lot. We will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.
2: Bye, bye, bye,